0: Hello and welcome to Grand Stories, a podcast featuring interviews with grandparent caregivers, human service providers, and school personnel from the northwest corner of Pennsylvania. Grand Stories is broadcast from the Union City Family Support Center in the town of Union City, PA. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to send us a Facebook message with ideas or questions for future episodes of Grand Stories. Please like our Facebook page called Grand Stories. I'll spell that for you. G-R-A-N-D-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. It's all one word. You can also use the email address apatron at ucasd.org to reach us, and I'll spell the email address. A-P-I-T-R-O-N-E at ucasd.org. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page called Grand Stories. Hi, I'm Andy Petrone and I want to personally thank you for joining our Grand Stories podcast today. The Grand Stories podcast is intended to provide some clarity to the growing phenomenon of the grand family. Here in Pennsylvania, We've got around 82,000 grandparent caregivers taking care of nearly 90,000 grandchildren. We'd also like to offer support for those who've assumed either full or part-time guardianship of their grandchildren. With that being said, I hope our listeners get as much joy as I do whenever we have the opportunity to spend some time with actual grandparent caregivers, particularly from here in Erie County, Pennsylvania. So I'd like to welcome our first grandparent caregivers to the Grand Stories Podcast Studio. Jim and Cammie are with us today. I've known them since I taught their granddaughter a few years ago. Before we get into the narrative part of what it's like being in a grand family, I'd like to give Cammie and Jim some time to brag about their daughter, Brynn, and tell us what she's been up to lately.
1: Well, she's very big in into gymnastics. She goes to the nationals. She's very smart, made straight A's. She does very well socially. She's a beautiful, beautiful girl inside and out. Uh,
2: this week she's uh, in golf camp. It's something that we can do together. I guess we've just always done a lot together, whether it was walking or golfing or bowling. She helps keep me active.
0: Welcome back to Grand Stories, a podcast featuring discussion about grandparent caregiving in Northwest Pennsylvania. We're fortunate to have our first grandparent caregivers in the podcast studio today. Cammie and Jim are here to talk about life in a grand family. So, what were the conversations between the two of you like as you discussed the possibility? of becoming full-time guardians of of your granddaughter, if you can think back that far.
1: There was no discussion. She was taken out of my arms and told me I couldn't have her because I was not the grandmother. Um, But they did a DNA, which I already did a DNA online. I am the grandmother, but OCY come in, took her out of my arms, and said I had to do all these classes before we could get her. And me and him went right home, and we started getting a room ready. We got our house all done, did all the classes, and it took us a while to get her.
0: So as, as the two of you, you know, I guess moved into your new role, you know, got your house set up for her, could you talk about how others, you know, within your, your social circles, uh, your family circles, whichever you feel comfortable with, how did they respond to to this new, I guess, context for your family?
1: Uh, Everyone was very supportive. I mean, everybody knew she needed to be with us instead of in a foster home where nobody was with her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if it wasn't for my daughter and my parents, I wouldn't have been able to do it.
0: Okay. So that's, that family support uh, proved to be incredibly important
1: in, in your very case. Very important, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, you know, uh, the research uh, you know, shows that we always want to keep children with their family. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the, the family culture and family traditions that, uh, that you two have probably uh, instilled in, in Brent a little bit later. Um, so what were those first years like, and, you know, in specific, how did you two grow as a couple, you know, and as parents, and as a family?
2: Well. I, I can see with some people that, you know, they might've had a like an empty nest syndrome when the house was empty and then somebody comes back, but we didn't really have that. We have always had people in the house. So I think that probably makes it a little easier transition than, you know, to have to go out and buy everything. We just had to, for Bren, we had to repaint the room and uh, there's all, you know, uh, fire extinguishers and, child proofing the house which you know we didn't have to do that but you know we had a huge list of things that had to do for ocy but okay. it wasn't like we weren't parents for a while we just kind of ended up with another one so uh, that, i don't want to say
0: a smooth transition because it, it, it's it wasn't as, well
1: yeah. we had her before ocy took her every weekend and two or three times during the week okay. so we used to having her, yeah. you know, me around. And she was used to having you. Yes. And that, and, but it was a really big toll on me. Mm-hmm. How so? Um, for her to sleep at night, I had to rock her. And, you know, when you're an OCY, you're not allowed to sleep with them. You're not, you know, what I mean, she would have night terrors. She would have just cry. She just, she just wanted me to be around her. She never wanted me to leave her.
0: Okay. And were you working?
1: I was working at the time. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, can you talk a little about some of the things that, uh, snuck up on you as grandparent caregivers, you know, the things that you weren't expecting, you know, such as how to balance work with taking care of Bren, finding time for yourselves. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> you, we'll <laughs> you let know you know when we figure that out. <laughs> so. um, and even, you know, planning uh, play dates for, for Brynn, you know, how, how did you two go about, uh, you know, reparenting with Brynn
1: in uh, those early years? Well, she was little, so there was no really play dates mm-hmm. per se. Um, but when she got old enough, she went to early connections okay. so she could be interact with children. Um, she's very social. She's always been older than what she is. Uh, she just loves to be around people mm-hmm. and other kids. So we're lucky there. She was very easy. Okay. As disciplining, you know, I mean, she did not like she didn't want to disappoint you Mm -hmm. she wanted she's a pleaser (laughs) she's a pleaser child so Mm -hmm. that makes it easier
0: you know often grandparent caregivers talk about uh, the difficulty transitioning from grandmother or or, or grandfather that just wants to dote on the grandchild and spoil them and and then send them off was it difficult to move from I guess your expectation there you had any expectation of, of being that doting grandparent to being the loving grandparent, who's also, you know, an authoritarian steering the ship as Bryn would get older. Was that difficult?
1: No. because Bren is easy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, which he'll tell you, I'm very, I'm very structured. Okay. Always been. My kids. So I still do it to my other grandkids. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to get away from that. They all say, I need to, Cut
2: the string. Right. <laughs> but. I, don't, I just think some things were easier because uh, I have more time. I have more flexibility in my schedule than I had with my kids growing up. I never, my oldest son, I never saw an entire baseball game. The next one I saw baseball games. But then with Brynn, it's like if she needs something, it doesn't matter what time it is. You know, I can take off like today for for things like that. But I have a lot more time. Flexibility
0: with Brynn than I ever had before, and I th- I think that's interesting. You know, so as you grew a little bit older and became more experienced within your positions and your careers, it, it afforded you more time to, to spend with Brynn. Um, and, and in some cases, uh, that, that that doesn't you know work to the benefit of the grand family. Grandparent caregivers are traditionally you know a little bit older than. Traditional biological parents, you know, of a school aged child, so it's neat that uh, the, just I guess the actual aging process gave you more time. Um, you were further in your careers, you were able to find more time to go to you know all of friends' uh, activities and spend spend more time with them. That's that's kind of an interesting uh, point. You, Cami, you mentioned early connections. Early connections is a an educational organization here in erie county Um, they provide wonderful services to uh, to our families and you don't have to be a grand family to enjoy the benefits of early connections Uh, they're they're open to to all families we had kim beers in our uh, studio last week kim is the uh, vice president of community outreach for early so there's a, a tie-in to, uh, to another local resource we have. Welcome back to Grand Stories, a podcast featuring discussion about grandparent caregivers here in northwestern Pennsylvania. We're fortunate to have our first grandparent caregivers in the podcast studio today. Cammie and Jim are here, and they've been talking about life in a grand family. Go ahead, Cammie. You wanted to say something.
1: Um, I'd like to just you know say that I wasn't married at the time that um, I got Brynn, but I was living with my husband as it right now. And if it wasn't for him, you know, I mean, besides my parents and my daughter, I really couldn't have probably done it all by myself. And I want to thank him for being there and very supportive and taking the role of being a grandfather and then raising her as his own.
0: I wouldn't, wouldn't have had it any other way. And I can attest to Jim and Cammie's involvement uh, in in Bryn's life as you know, because I was her teacher. And uh, you don't, teachers don't often see. Mom and Dad. Uh, usually, it's Mom, uh, but but Jim was uh, in school nearly as much as Cammy was. I, I remember. I think you were at Halloween visiting with us, so I, I can attest to Jim's and uh, Jim and Cammy's uh, involve, involvement as supporters of of Brent's education. So let's let's get back to talking about what it was like in the early years and. If you could offer some advice to other grandparent caregivers who are in the early stages of raising a grandchild, um, you know, what are some things that, that, that you could, some types of advice that you could offer? Anything from, you know, developing relationships with pediatricians to building uh, on your family and your friend relationships, even the transition, uh, Bren's transition to school. And, and some of her involvement in the extracurriculars like gymnastics?
1: Um, she's always loved to dance when she was little, and she always wanted to dance, but we were, mom didn't want her in anything, because I don't, she just couldn't do it after she would get her back in that. Um, there is light at, at the end of the tunnel with OCY uh, they were in our house for three and a half years. You know what I mean? They tell you what you can do and you can't do, and it's your grandchild, and it's very hard. Um, but we've got through it, and I thank God that she's the person she is today. She's come out being very... thing, But I will say, if something traumatic happens... Like, she's been involved with mom and dad and things happen. Get her back into therapy, or them in therapy. Therapy has helped her. She's probably been in it more than she has been out, but she feels confident, and she's such a confident girl because I think I've got her the help that she needs when she needs it. Ignoring it doesn't help them. It just builds up inside them, and then they... Try to shut down so i think we did the right thing of always putting her her needs first
2: and brin's comfortable going to therapy uh, last time she saw her mom there was issues and she let us know she needs therapy and uh, it helped a lot
0: first of all uh, i just want to clarify ocy stands for office of children and youth if you didn't know but and, but I want to ask, um, did the, the people from Ocy help you find therapists? Uh, yes. Okay. So so they were sort of instrumental in, in, in
1: giving when you the connections. When she was Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. All right. You know how what sort of worries and fears uh, were always in, in in the back of your mind in those during those first few years?
1: Her going back and them doing drugs and something happening to her.
0: Okay. Uh, You know, right now, uh, grandparent caregiving uh, has probably the most uh, traction and the brightest lens it's ever had, and mostly because of the opioid epidemic. Um, You know, in the last episode, we talked about uh, some research that was done several years back in which uh, it was found that typically there are nine precedents that happen in a family that would cause grandparents to, to assume guardianship. They all start with the letter D, so they're called the nine D's of grandparent caregiving. Uh, so for example, a few of them would be divorce, disease, detention, so if someone goes off to jail, you know, drugs is, is probably the one that the people hear of the most uh, right now, especially, you know, in, in living in Pennsylvania. You know we hear about the opioid epidemic and how it's affecting families but you know these are traumatic family events and it's not just one you know usually there's maybe there, there's a drug addiction or someone needs help fighting their addiction and then the other biological parent may may suffer something and it, it would uh, cause grandparents to to step up uh, such as you you two uh, able to do how do you two deal with your emotional needs and your mental health needs do you you know does it just through the communication between the two of you or do you do you talk to other grandparent caregivers how, how do you handle your own feelings and emotions
2: well we just talk to each other i don't really the only thing we ever really had was classes or OCY to, to get her, but uh, really don't talk to anybody else about it. And, okay.
0: And,
1: we really don't know anybody else. All right. Uh, I mean, offhand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> do you Do you think uh, some type of support group for grandparent caregivers?
1: i would, firm believer that there should be something out there. Okay. All right. It would have been nice to know I wasn't going through it alone. Yeah. I mean, you know there's people out there, but nobody, I don't know, nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. I, I mean, I feel uh, if there's people out there, you know what I
0: mean? That need a little bit yeah. of help or a lot of help. Yeah. And, and you know, we talked earlier before we started uh, the episode. This podcast is, is new for all of us. And and I just remind myself when I get nervous speaking into the microphone just to remember that, that what we're doing is, is, is going to help some people and and you know, we're gonna help some grandparent caregivers and by doing so we're helping the most important members of our society, it's those grandkids, the children that don't even know they need what they need at, at an age like when you when you got Brand. You know, she didn't know what she needed, but you knew what she needed and, and, and Jim, you 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 took on a lot. You know, by by accepting Brynn into your family as as your own, you know. So I commend both of you. Do you, do you, how important do you think it is to make time for your for yourselves and for your own uh, mental well being? Maybe you haven't even thought of that because you're so busy. <laughs> oh
1: do, no, do you, do you... we used to go on cruises once a year.
0: Yeah,
1: and it was the best. I mean, because we got that time to be by ourselves. Sure. Um, but you need to find time. <laughs> I mean, even though Bryn is our main focus, because we, we want, we do, we want the best for her and we don't want her to ever feel like she's not wanted. Mm-hmm.
2: But we do things, a lot of things as a family, you know, when, uh, kayaking, we, we love to kayak. Oh, Bryn even likes it a lot more than she used to, <laughs> but great. Right. But uh, that's something we do together but uh she's very demanding with uh her gymnastics is very demanding on her and the we spend 9 or 10 hours a week waiting for her to get done with gymnastics and mm-hmm. all the traveling we do for gymnastics
0: mm-hmm. and you know with the traveling comes uh, extra costs so there's there's you know the financial aspect of it you know do you do you you know how how do you uh, consider planning for her Future, you know, I know bren wants to go to college.
1: Oh, um, she is,
0: she is right, right. There is um, no. not just
2: she's going to the state, so. uh-huh. <laughs> not just
0: college. and I'm a student, pit by the way. So, <laughs>
1: you know, we're, I feel
0: we're a house divided.
1: You need, as a young age, to tell your child that they're going to college, you don't give them a choice, you mm-hmm. tell them this, and when you tell them that this, you're you got to go to college then you can get a good job then a house then you get married then you have babies mm-hmm. you know you give them a, a guideline of what they should be doing um i didn't do that with my boys and they didn't go to college but i did it with my daughter and she's yeah. so now i wish i would have done it with my boys too but i was more worried about her being able to take care of herself sure and uh, so but i'm a firm believer that you don't give them a choice. You're going to college. (laughs) I I think
0: if we ever had a support group for grandparent caregivers locally here, I I think it would be important to hear the stories of of people like you two that that have done this and done so successfully. What other types of inputs do you think people that are new to grandparent caregiving would need? You know, we've talked about how OCY helped find a pediatrician how how that you you worked with OCY to find the best fit uh, for therapy for Bryn. I was I'm just thinking in my head you know there are people that probably need help with financial planning and 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 if not financial planning finding ways to uh, to put money aside for education can you think as grandparent caregivers can you think of any other people that you think grandparent caregivers would like to hear from, like maybe on a monthly basis if we had a support group
1: locally? If you have questions like with uh, different programs out there to help grandparents, go to your OCY. Ask them. I mean, they're there to help you. I had a wonderful caseworker, my second caseworker. (laughs) Um, She would do anything to try to find out things and to help me in any way she can. So, don't be afraid to ask because that's why they're there. Um, you're doing them a favor by taking the kids so they don't have to find a home that they don't know anybody in. And that, uh, but There's a lot out there, probably more than what you even think. Uh, it's just you just got to ask because nobody knows what you really want or looking for until you ask.
0: So, and, and it sounds like you have a, a have had a good relationship with your caseworker.
1: Very good relationship with my second caseworker. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, recently Congress and, and the president uh, passed into law that, uh, something called the Supporting Grandparents Raising Grandchildren Act. And it's legislation that will ensure that grandfamilies will remain a top priority at, at the local level, state level, and, and the national level. But one of the components of the, the, the new Act of Supporting Grandparents Receive, uh, sorry, the Supporting Grandparents Raising Grandchildren Act is a federal advisory council that's going to study the needs and strengths of our nation's grandparent caregivers. Uh, they will submit reports to uh, appropriate subcommittees as well as the general public. So you know, this, this focus on Grand families and grandparent caregiving that, that, that we that we see right now has spurred national legislation and you were just talking about grandparent caregivers finding resources and and and, and having good communication with with uh, providers the you know once this national report is compiled anybody can go online and find out what what's been learned through researching and talking with grandparent caregivers, grandfamilies. They'll, they'll probably go out and speak with school personnel and, you know, uh, health agencies and just to try to compile the best, most relevant information to help grandparent caregivers. So what you're, ta- unfortunately, you didn't have so much uh, you know, of, of those resources, but I think just through your your, your willpower and the love you have for Bryn, you made sure you got the answers uh, that you needed, and and it sounds like you and Jim both probably spent a lot of time talking to each other about uh, you know what was best for Brynn, you know especially in those early years. The advocacy group AARP was a strong supporter of the Supporting Grandparents Raising Grandchildren Act. Um, I want to play a clip. This is Gayleen Miller and Pete Jeffries from AARP. Discussing the type of supports grand families need.
1: And the support is vitally important. Mm-hmm. And whether it's finding uh, local support groups in your own community, of those other grand families, if you will, or going online, uh, it's important to go for those resources. And it's great to see that there's even some state specific stuff out there. It's right.
0: actually two, the two R's. Resources and reach out. Right. That's what uh, that's what it takes to uh, uh, for families to uh, uh, help the grandkids grow, and also for the grandparents to be a, a, a critical part, of link in that family unit. Here in Erie County, Pennsylvania, grandparent caregivers can contact the Greater Erie Community Action Committee's Family Caregiver Support Program. The phone number to reach someone from the Family Caregiver Support Program is 814-459-4581. So I just want to close with one more question for both of you. And it goes like this. What's great about being a grandparent caregiver and living in a grand family?
1: Uh, the love that she shows, that she truly is a happy, happy girl. Um,
0: how has grandparent caregiving made your lives better, more fulfilled?
1: I think it's made us closer, like emotionally, because like, we connect with Bryn
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we feel like she's ours, mm-hmm. and, uh, and
2: she keeps us busy
0: too. She's...
1: She keeps us young.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you talked about kayaking, Jim. So you know she's she's got you physically active, emotionally invested mentally active
2: and she'll get me golfing more than uh, I probably would have before once Uh she starts um, bowling and and from the from the very beginning it's gamps let's go for a walk gamps let's go to the park and it's just every day was something we were going someplace and uh, now it's gymnastics gymnastics gymnastics
1: and he can't tell her no (laughs) She learned that from her grandmother.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I want to thank you two uh, for coming in and talking about uh, your, your experiences as grandparent caregivers, um, and and just sharing the pitfalls, the success stories, you know those those things that kept you up at night, and 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 sharing ways that. Uh, that you found answers to the questions and ways to uh, allay some of your worries. I think you, you're going to help a lot of a lot of people that are grandparent caregivers and support grandparent caregivers. So thank you so much for coming in today.
1: Well, thanks for having us. You're welcome.
0: As always, feel free to send us a Facebook message with ideas or questions for future episodes of Grand Stories. Please like our Facebook page, Grand Stories. That's spelled G-R-A-N-D-S-T-O-R-I-E-S. It's all one word. You can also use the email apatrone at UCASD.org. That is spelled A-P-I-T-R-O-N-E at UCASD.org. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page called Grand Stories.